Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. We are broadcasting live. We're at Zenny's and Second and National in Walker's Point. If you want to come down, uh, they've already had a couple of shuttles that have taken off, uh, and they're taking people over to opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers and uh, hanging out over at American Family Field, uh, checking out the game or just tailgating and riding over and coming back and watching the game here. There's TVs everywhere. I can't even count them. I couldn't tell you how many televisions they have in this place, but uh, they are – whether they're the ones behind me or in front of me or what have you, I mean they're they're everywhere in this joint. So you can't uh, you cannot not enjoy a game down here. Um, the uh, uh, Chuck Freeman, by the way, alongside I'm letting him finish up his food a little bit because Chuck's been grubbing down like he's going to the electric chair. So uh, we got Kevin Holden from CBS 58 coming up in a little bit. By the way, if you do need to get a hold of us. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. And you can also find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Ben Kenny producing the program, at Ben Z. Kenny. Ben, how are you doing today on this fine opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers? Oh, I'm good, Bill. It was a it was a delightful weekend of baseball. I got out on the golf course despite the cold temperature. It's a good time of year. Um. So let me ask you real quick, uh, because I do got to touch. We haven't touched on the national title game tonight. Uh, does it matter to you who you got? I mean, I don't know. I want UConn to win because I think they're the only really great team that's been left for a little while. I watched the games passively on Saturday, but I don't know. I, I said it last week. These these games don't really do it for me. No, no, uh, no thrill in this thing at all then. Not no, really. no. Now, are you watching it tonight? Probably. We'll see. There's baseball on, okay. too. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying I tell you this, because uh, I'm not – I don't go to the opening day game. I used to when I was, like, broadcasting there. You know, it was easy. You just, uh, you know, get done broadcasting and walk inside and go sit upstairs. But when you're down here, it's kind of like, eh, you know, we get off at 2. You don't want to run over to the ballpark at that point because the game's already underway. So, kind of – and I don't want to call it amateur day, but it, it's it's – this is the opening day party. Like I said, it's kind of like New Year's Eve. You know, it's when everybody goes out, everybody gets their uh, gets their game on, we'll say. And then tomorrow it settles back down. So, so tomorrow I'll be heading back down to American Family Field. But uh, today's not uh, that day. So I'm going to sit here and watch the game for a while, get probably to about the seventh inning, and then I'm going to bolt because traffic getting on 94 will get kind of crazy. So I'll get home to catch the end of the game. And then I'm hunkered down, man. I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for tonight's contest because – UConn going to the uh, going to the championship game. That's all I needed. I told you that at two out of my four pool, pools, I had UConn winning it all, and so I'm in. So uh, if I if UConn wins tonight, I don't care. Uh, it's it, it, it. I know you don't care, but it could be some uh, could be some nice cash. But there might you should care because there may be a dinner coming your way. Could be a DoorDash knocking over there at the Midwest Family Broadcast Center saying, "Hey, I got some food here for Ben Kenny." Yeah, now but- it's not Shandon Champagne walking through the door. But you never know. But would the show content be better if they lose? Like, I kind of want you to be angry tomorrow. <laughs> well, if, I mean, it would. Uh, I don't know about angry, but it would be disappointment, doom and despair on my end for how much money that I would be losing. In one pool, if, I win, uh, if they win tonight, I think it's like 250 bucks. In another pool that I'm in with my buddy Scotty on, we both kick in uh, a rather large sum of money. It is, uh, it is the kind of sum of money that you you wouldn't announce because the IRS could be listening. That would be where the uh, the DoorDash would come from. Let's yeah, put it that way. No offense, but I think it would be quite funny if they lost. 
You're a dirty person, man. You just, hey, did you play golf over the weekend? I did. I did. I got out on Saturday. It was cold as hell. It was windy. I did the beanie over the hat, full Under Armour, like all bundled up. It was incredible, though. So good to be okay. back. Okay. How'd you play? Better than I thought, honestly. Um, I, I'm in better shape than I used to be. I'm more pliable, but I, I was hitting the ball pretty well. The problem is the ball doesn't fly. It was so cold and it was windy and it was wet that the ball just wasn't traveling. So you gotta yeah. you gotta take that into account. But I hit it pretty good. I I only hope for pliability when it comes to bending over and tying my shoes. At this point in my life, that's 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 my pliability. That's why Although I, I am avoid starting to work out and feel better now. Where you have to tie them. I know. You know me. I know. I get it. I know you. I, we're not even going to go there today. It's opening day. I won't even. I won't even drag the show down with that. So just I so wonder you know. what Chuck thinks about all this. Uh, Chuck is sitting here listening and feasting, and uh, and uh, you know what? I haven't even put the camera on us because uh, Chuck has been just kind of. Chuck has pulled up a bar stool. He's eating like he's at a campfire. For God's <laughs> sakes. So, now, have you played golf yet this year? No, our golf league starts next Monday. Does it really? I'm not. I'm so not ready for it. We were. <clears throat> We just went out to Palm um, um, Palm Desert, okay, and, and golf for the first time. So we spent a week out there golfing, and it was wonderful out there. Now you golf as much as Ben does, oh, or, really? or vice okay. versa. Okay. Ben is like well, a the freak. three of us should hook up for golf, man. Yeah, yeah. I keep telling. I uh, well, we, uh, Ben, we still have that bet we haven't settled. We got to get over to Ironwood, right? Yeah, I've owed you a round of golf since I started on this yeah. show. So and we'll do that. We'll because we, I just saw today Ironwood opened up, and my buddy Mike Layman's back uh, from vacation and. So we're gonna we'll, we'll go out to Ironwood and we'll, yeah. we'll open it up and play. Yeah, we you and I have played there several times. We haven't yeah. done it in a long, long time yeah. though. But yeah, that's a that's a great course. Um, no, I've not played. We we're our league, I don't like playing golf. Stuff, but, you know, he was talking about playing golf in crappy weather. In crap, yeah, I don't like playing cold weather. Ben Ben's hardcore. Yeah, Ben gets I have out no, no matter what. It's simple. <laughs> well, either do I. So by we're we're the same in that way, but. I just don't like golfing in cold weather. You know, next Monday, I think it's supposed to be 51, and our league is starting, and it's just like, eh. I, I would rather I'd, see leagues, like, start here in early April or mid-April, and then we're done by Labor Day weekend, Labor Day. Um, I would rather start a little bit later on in April and then finish up when we have, because we have some nice weather in September, and I'm good with golfing in. Right. So. But, uh, you know, the national championship game, I, I stopped by the sports book on the way here. Um, the new one over at Potawatomi? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I could mention it or not. Um, yeah. They're a sponsor. Yeah, we can <laughs> okay, do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, stop to take a look at their new sports. We have yeah. a temporary one. Now, if yeah, you want to. Yeah, because the new one is going to be done uh, by, like, the fall. And okay. And they're gutting Northern Lights Theater. Yeah, I saw that. I, yeah. saw, I went down there and I saw what yeah. it looks like. And then I, I saw the new one, the temporary one. But if you want to bet on UConn on the money line without the point spread, it's minus 380. If you think UConn's going to win, so it cost you three hundred and eighty bucks to win a hundred. Yeah, I did this when <laughs> I did this when uh, Duke played Butler back in two thousand and ten. I bet on Duke because I was like, "There's no way Butler's winning the national championship." Right. Do I do the same thing? To, and of course, I was a half court miss away from right. You know, going down there. Do I do the same thing tonight? I UConn has beat the hell out of everybody. In this they tournament. look so good. They're just like look unstoppable. Yeah. And uh, I, I said that going into the tournament, there was just something about them going in, and I thought mm -hmm. between the path that they have and the way they've been playing, sometimes I've always said you got to be good, you got to be lucky, but you got to be healthy and hot at the same time. And they got healthy and hot at the right time. See, I think Florida, Florida Atlantic, I think is the you know San Diego State won, but Florida Atlantic was the better team there. 
They did yeah. everything possible to throw that one away yeah. on Saturday yeah. night. So many turnovers down oh, the stretch because they had what a 15 point lead at one point. Dumb mistakes, yeah. Yeah. you know. I, you know they they were playing so free and easily for most of that tournament, and then they, they came back to bite them because they were just turning the ball over, not grabbing an offensive rebound. So. I don't know. I, I think I think UConn, and I've seen San Diego State this year. They're not a bad team, but I think San Diego State is going down tonight. UConn is so good. I just think UConn is just, they're not going to get beat unless they had some kind of mass injury set in or something or the team catches COVID. Uh, beyond that, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think they end up getting beat. Hey, uh, speaking of that, we got Masters Week this week. Ben, are you excited? I am excited. I, Out my, of your mind? My friends aren't very excited. They're not going to see me at all. Did you uh, – now, I got to ask because I, I saw it was part of the lineup in my channel over the weekend, but I didn't even flip it on. Did you watch any of the live golf? I did, actually. I was, so I was working out yesterday while the Valero Texas Open was on. I had that on. When it went to commercial break, I would switch over to live just for the content of it. As I've said, it's right? very unintentionally hilarious, everything they do. It was actually somewhat entertaining um, with Brooks winning going into Augusta. Well, at least uh, at least somebody of name won on that tournament. Yeah, you yeah. know. Finally, what, what's what's going to be interesting? First of all, Ben, what are you doing working out on a Sunday? That's a day of rest. Ah, Ben's that, a machine, that's man. A, that's a day to, of rest. <laughs> I'm trying to get into golf shape. Oh, that's a day of rest. Well, that's what <laughs> you need to do that in November, and December, my friend. January. Um, well, here's the deal: the now the live golfers are allowed to play in the Masters. Yeah. They got the banquet coming up. The you know the pre right right. Now some of those guys don't get along anyway. No. So we're no. going to have the live guys and the PGA guys does together Ser- in one does room. Does Sergio Garcia show up? Oh yeah, as he's a there. former champion. I mean, and, and oh, I'm sure he will because he he gave the middle finger to anybody that yep. played on the PGA. I yep. mean, I can see him showing up in a beatdown, going down in a parking lot. Yeah, you know that yeah. type of thing. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of people. There's there's so many golfers on the PGA tour and who are guys who are on the live tour, you know, they don't get along. They play, they're, they're part of the, you know, they, play, they have to be paired with each other, but they don't like playing with each other. Right. They don't like being around, you know, Phil and Tiger Woods, they don't like right. each other. Yeah. And, and the fact that the live is slowly sinking. Yeah. And I didn't think it would sink this fast, but it's it's taken on water. The, they started cutting everything, cutting producers, cutting food, yes. cutting airfare. Well, here's the deal, you know, you, you, they invested all that money into it, but you've got to have some money coming in, too. It's not going to, you know, right. they're in the to, to, to turn a profit, too. Yeah. They're not just in it to be a, a money pit. They want, they need to make, we're all in this to make money. Right, yeah. And uh, it's, nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cares, without a doubt. Hey, uh, getting back to Brewers baseball and uh, the game obviously coming up today, uh, we had talked so much about Woodruff and Burns. What about Freddie Peralta? Is this one of those years for him where you're, you're thinking, is Freddie, because fastball Freddie kind of changed a few things mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And, boy, the breaking stuff started – I mean, the changeup really started being his, his bread-and-butter pitch. I liked Freddie better out of the bullpen. Did you? I did. I thought he was – I liked him better out of the bullpen. He was a closer for a couple of years ago for a couple of games. But I, I like Freddie coming out of the bullpen. But on this team, you know, he's a starter. He's yeah. going to be a starter. And, yeah, I, 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 I want, he needs to take that next step up. Right. You know, uh, he's got a few different pitches, and he's got to take that next step up. And maybe this is the year – for Freddie. The question I have is is about this team, and it'll prove out over time, is, is whether or not that bullpen's capable uh, of for, for an entire season, the way it's set up, and if there's going to be really weaknesses out there in the bullpen. The X factor in all of this, now I know obviously hitting becomes prevalent, but the X factor when it comes to pitching might be Wade Miley. If he has the season like he had two years ago, mm-hmm. 
This could be one of the most dominant rotations in baseball. It could be, but the bullpen, as you mentioned, once you hand it off in the seventh and eighth yeah. innings, how are those guys going to be? Yeah. Now, you know Devin Williams is going to be strong in the ninth inning, and this is where the hater trade hurts you because everybody moves up a notch. Uh, you know, this Gus Varlin, he pitched again yesterday. Look, you know, he's got an arm on him. You know, can can he can he be that guy, that one of those setup guys coming out of the bullpen? But, uh, you know, they got Hobie Milner out there, you know, and that, you know, that sidewinder style delivery. But the bullpen, yeah, if, if, if there could be some games getting out of hand with those guys this year. Uh, question from Brian, who's on the live stream, says, do you guys think that uh, the Pet Brewers should trade Tyrone Taylor, Luke Voigt, and or Keston Hero? for a vet reliever. Tyrone Taylor obviously be, well first of all you want to trade him for the same reasons that nobody's going to yeah. give you vet, veteran relievers is because they're banged up and haven't proven themselves. Although by the way Brent did tell me Keston here a homer yesterday in the minors. So he'll, he'll hit 500. Saw oh, he's down back. There. There's but, no doubt about that. But Luke, back Vo- up, won't do anything. Luke Voigt you know he was there for the taking in the offseason. Um, no he's on this team for the rest of the year and of course if they're out of the pennant race and he's, and he's having a good year by all-star break he'll be one of those guys they deal yeah. for a minor leaguer right and there's a few other guys in this team that could be that go down that same what road would if this team's out of it say by six games or more come the all come come the trade deadline what would corbin burns go for well he'd go three to five prospects yeah three the standard yeah you know we're talking one of the best pitchers in baseball right and if you're going to trade Woodruff, who I think they're going to give a long-term contract to. Uh, well, they had to do it to one. Yeah, so I think probably gonna, Woodruff is going to cost less, yes. so that's the guy they went with. You know, I go back and forth. Who's the better? Because, I, I, mean, I mean, Woodruff was great on Saturday. Yeah. You know, eight or nine Ks in his uh, six innings of work. Um, but I, I, I do think, though, if they're not in the race, midway point of the year, I think they're, they'll get their prospects for yeah. Corbin, although they got another year of them. They do, but this offseason, if you're going to really – think about trading them yep this would be the off season it would be. to do it uh-huh you know so uh, you don't want to you know watch them walk out the door but this would probably be the off season you would consider that we're broadcasting live we're at Stenny's. kevin holden from cbs 58 uh, is doing some telemundo stuff and he's on his way down so okay. uh, he obviously telemundo carries a lot of the brewers games kevin is one of the play-by-play guys for that he's doing the spanish thing so he's going to come down and join us in a little bit kevin uh, or I should say uh, our buddy Chuck Freeman here is alongside. Kevin's going to come down here in just a little bit. We are broadcasting live down here where uh, you've got the shuttle buses that are running. You also have some terrific food. you got the Bloody Marys that are flowing, the award-winning Bloody Marys that are flowing. Everybody down here in Brewers Garb getting ready for today's home opener between the Brewers and the Mets. Stay tuned. we got a lot more coming up live down here at Stanley's. We'll be back coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. The Bill Michael Show. We are live. We're at Jenny's. We're here at uh, Second and National Walker's Point. Chuck Freeman alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 is going to join us coming up here in a little bit. And uh, as you can see by the cameras strategically placed all over this joint, uh, you can check out uh, everything that's going on, as a matter of fact, here at Stenny's. Uh, the back room there, the front of the place uh, right there. And, uh, man, it's packed. And they, as a matter of fact, it's, it's probably even more crowded, but they just ended up calling for the last call for the next shuttle. 
which is leaving. So, again, if you want to come down, you want to go to the game, <laughs> come on down. You can have a Bloody Mary. You can have something to eat here. You can get some of the best wings you're going to stick in your grill like Barry Bonds wings or wings on steroids. Uh, you do the uh, Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread or just a great beer, and then you jump on the bus. You head down to the, the American Family Field, and if you got a ticket, go to the game. If you don't, go walk around, enjoy yourself, jump back on a Steny shuttle bus and come back here and uh, watch the game here. It, it's a great time, great place, and uh, great people, obviously. Bill, with all these cameras you got here, ain't nobody dining and dashing in this place no, with you around. No, no, no. We, we're, we're like surveillance at this point. Well, this is Fort Knox, you got security here. Uh, this is awesome. This is awesome, yeah. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah, we got uh, Chuck and I here. And then uh, you get the, uh, the the side camera, which is uh, over here. Yeah. That gets a little bit of the back room behind us. And then you get to the front of the joint, uh, which is uh, right there. Obviously, the people uh, sitting all up towards the front. And there's TVs everywhere. And you can see the Packers flag and the, the picture of Giannis and the Bucks flag flying. And then you get the back room of the joint there. And uh, people in and out, tables being turned, and te- televisions are on. And it's a fun time. It's a good time. I love opening day. I love this place anyway. I do, too. Well, you know, coming down here on a, on a Friday or a Saturday night, we were here, you know, I do the football Friday night show, uh, the state high school football show, which is aired on many of your affiliates. And uh, uh, we came in here a couple of times, Shannon and I, on a Friday night, and, uh, having a fish a fish fry on a Friday night. Oh, the fish night. fry here is fantastic. Yes, before yeah. the show. Absolutely coming yeah. down here. And, and But, yeah, Fridays and Sundays during the football season, this yep. is a – this is a great place to go. Yep, no doubt about it. It's it's and it's one of the uh, it's. I've always said this is one of the best sports bars. Don't get me wrong, but this is like the Cheers of Milwaukee. You know, it's such an eclectic place. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your your gender. It, I mean, nothing. I mean, you got old and young, and you got everybody down here. Just a mosh of people, and the area in general is a mosh of people, and it's just great. It's well, Bill, I remember something as a as a twenty something, uh, you know, just out of college. Lining up on a Friday night outside, waiting to get into this place. Yeah, <laughs> just a, yeah, just a, you know, twenty-three years old. You're yeah. looking for the ladies at a, yeah. on a Friday night, and they were all here. You know, right? Yeah, it was bands and music and yeah. DJs and all kinds. Oh, of stuff absolutely, back then. yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, getting back into this Brewers team, we were talking a little bit about the division, how we both think the Cardinals are probably going to win it. I, I would assume the Brewers hopefully are going to be fighting for second. I don't know what the distance second is going to be. The rest of the division. Uh, are the Cubs then the third best team in this division, or is Cincinnati? Oh, probably the Cubs. I would say by default. I would think so. I mean, the Cubs might even. I mean, the Cubs got some pieces on that team. You know that Dansby Swanson just destroyed the Brewers over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know they got him in the free agent. Inside him as a free agent from the Braves. He's uh, he's really really good. Uh, you know they got Cody Bellinger. I, I was, I don't know what they're thinking there because oh Cody, God. he's terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. He hit the long fly ball that I thought might have been a grand slam yep. yesterday, yep. and he got a hold of that, and I thought, well, you know, had maybe the wind been blowing out like it does in the summertime, maybe he gets a few more home runs in that ballpark. But it that just, scared me. But beyond that, yeah, he looked terrible. It's just weird how two guys at 2018 who were at the top of the game, talking about Yelich and Bellinger, yeah, yeah. people talk about that. those two, you know, what, what has happened. How both of them guys, I mean, and you look at Ballinger, he's worse. A 203 yeah. batting average, I think, in the, combined in the last three or four years. It's terrible for a guy yeah. of his ability. Yeah, because he, uh, he he was right there in the MVP voting. Yes. People were pissed that he didn't win it uh-huh. uh, out in the uh, West Coast. And then all of a sudden it was like just a drop-off. And it's not only, you know, do, do both guys not hit prolific home runs. Mm-hmm. They can't. 
make consistent contact and strikeouts have become prevalent. I mean, those were two guys, I, I remember during Christian Yelich's two-year run, you couldn't throw him a pitch. Yep. You had to pitch around him in, in any kind of a crucial, crucial situation. Now, you have zero fear of no. this guy. There was a point Either where or. there was a point where I, I thought in 2018 and 2019, a part of that year, most of that year, where he would come to the plate, and I would think, boy, does he start getting the Barry Bonds treatment where you don't even pitch to Yelich? Right. Because he was going opposite. He was going everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Yes. And now you're right. You just, well, okay. He's got warning track power. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of lift on the ball. Um, it, it just, I, I mean, again, hey, if you play station to station, he gives you some doubles, some triples, mm-hmm. you know, and hits near the top of the lineup, sets the table. That's fantastic, which is great. But that's not what you're paying him to do. It's kind of like the equivalent. We were talking about this last night. He said, can you think of a player that had more expectation that was a solid player but never lived up to expectation? A.J. Hawk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is the, is the yeah. fifth overall pick. He was supposed to be the sideline, the sideline, the snot locker. He was going to be the next Ray Lewis, but of the Green Bay Packers. And he was very serviceable. His best year he had was the year they won a Super Bowl. But he was a really good player, but never amounted to the fifth pick. Christian Yelich got the title, got the money off of the MVP and the prolific home runs and the power in that you couldn't, you couldn't pitch around him, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, okay, if he gives you an average and he – Drives in 60 home or 60 runs, 70 runs, and but in a market like Milwaukee, it's but, 26 but million. That's it's, exactly it's not right. good enough. That's not exactly good enough. Right. It's not good enough. No doubt. We're and paying that guy. You know, he had two walks the other day, and I, you know, somebody tweeted, "Oh, you know, he had two walks." But we're not paying Yelich to get on right. base for walks. We're paying right. him to drive the ball. Yeah, and it's one thing if you get on base with walks and you've got blazing speed to steal bases, you're turning walks into doubles. Mm-hmm. But he's not that guy anymore no, either. No, he can still run. I mean, you saw him go first to third pretty fast uh, yesterday at, at Wrigley on uh, on a base hit. But, um, you know, he's just, I don't know. I, I saw, again, I saw some nice things from him this weekend as far as driving the ball a little bit more than I did last year. So we'll see how he builds he, on it in his homestand. I, I watched him on Instagram. Did you watch his Instagram this offseason yeah, where he was doing the workouts? workouts? yeah. And he looked bigger. Yep. And, and just in looking at him closer – he looks like he's put on some muscle. Maybe mm-hmm. there's some difference there. Maybe he worked out a little bit harder because he always looked like Gumby to me. He was this long, lanky contortionist when he swung the when he swung the bat. This year he looks a little bit stronger. So I hope he has a little bit better season in that sense. I, I'm thinking, you know, if I want to pinpoint it, and who knows, when he had that when he got killed with that knee injury, right, 2019, right, got it. God, it's four years now. It just has not been the same since he nope. came up with a knee yeah. injury. Yeah, I, I'll never forget he had the knee injury. He was coming back. Mm-hmm. He didn't look right. Because remember, he used to put – we'd go down and, and watch batting practice. Mm-hmm. He'd put on a clinic. Yeah. He was hitting it off the scoreboard. You're, I mean – right. And then I was down that year, that 2020, just before COVID had hit, and I was watching him, and I said, this guy's – first of all, he's not gone even to the warning track. He was spraying the ball, but it was all line drives and, and single-type hits. And this is batting practice where normally he's just roping and the kids are running around the outfield scooping the balls up out in Arizona, and there was nothing. Yeah. And I thought, boy, this is a little scary. I don't know if he just doesn't have it or it's the knee still or whatever. And then he signed the contract uh, on, I think it was the 14th, mm-hmm. and COVID hit, bang. And all of a sudden I was trying to get out of Phoenix, and the flights were being shut down and then get back home. And then St. Patrick's Day shut everything down, and we went into the pandemic, and that was it. I mean, he hasn't been the same since. You know, I remember the night of the pandemic, uh, 
the night before the pandemic hit, you, I, and you know several other people, we were out that night right. out of the Calderon. Right. And that was like the last time you could yeah. both eat dinner that night because yeah. <laughs> we heard that all the restaurants were closing all the right. next day. Right. We had a good group. We had about 12 people. Because we were going to go see REO Speedway yes. with the Admirals. Yeah. The Admirals had brought REO in because we were going to go. Oh, uh, we were all set for that. Because we were right in Kitty Corner. And, then, of course, the Admiral, the, the concert got called off. Yeah. Um, and I heard, that you know, REO, uh, Kevin Cronin, talk about that. He would say, yeah, we were in Minnesota on a holding pattern because we were supposed to play after a hockey game in Milwaukee. Yeah. And, you know, and so we just headed on back home. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was, it was was awful. Yeah. It was an awful time. We're at Stenny's. How much, how much longer you got? Uh, I better get going here you a little bit. You got to get going? Yeah. Okay. I better get going. Okay. 11, 11.30. 11.30. You got to get to the ballpark, man. We got Kevin Holden from CBS 58. He's going to be walking in here shortly. Mm-hmm. He's going to come down and join us. Uh, great to see you, man. Tell Shannon I said hi. Hi, well, Bill. Love you, brother. Great. I appreciate to, you stopping by. Great. To, number one, great always to see you. I told Shannon, I said, I want, first of all, I want to see I'm good to be seeing Bill. So what you and need to be do, on the show. Because I know your schedule with, uh, with with your son and all. You guys do a lot of stuff that way. So what you need to do is let me know the dates that you're free. Mm-hmm. Give me like 15 dates. Sure. And then we'll say, okay, we'll pick it. We'll grab a couple of dates and we'll uh, we'll yeah, get absolutely. out. Absolutely, and anytime you need me on here, I'm I'm good to go. I was yeah. on your football show a few times in the fall uh, during his hockey practices and all that. Yeah. So, but yeah, anytime. I'd love to be jump. You know, this is a you've got a great show, a great tradition, and and uh, across the great state of Wisconsin. Yeah, of we'll, course. Uh, we'll see, and if not, I'll see you on December 9th at the house party. Well, I'll see you before that. And, uh, and we got an issue not, if I don't see you before and, that. And then I'll <laughs> see you back here again in a year for sure. Good stuff. Chuck Freeman, Hi, uh, everybody joining us for a couple of minutes down here and uh, kind of hanging out, and he's going to go ahead and take off. We are broadcasting live. We are at Steny, second and national in Walker's Point, and uh, it is a, it's a good crowd down here. People getting ready for today's contest between the Brewers and the Mets. Coming up at 110, first pitch, Freddie Peralta on the hill. Shuttles are running. Whether you have a ticket or you don't, come on down. Grab some beverages, grab some food, jump on a shuttle, go over to American Family Field, enjoy the atmosphere, come back here, watch the game, and hopefully you watch a Brewers win. With that being said, we are going to go ahead and take a quick break and come back. we got a whole lot more. Like I said, Kevin Holden, CBS 58, is going to be joining us coming up here in a little bit. Hey, a terrific place, downtown Milwaukee, Calderon Club in San Giorgio Pizzeria, the Pugliatana. Either place you can't go wrong. We were down there actually on Saturday night uh, with some really good friends. Uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Tim LeSage, who is uh, with us, uh, a board of director of Fisher House, Wisconsin. And uh, him and his beautiful girlfriend, and we had a great time down at San Giorgio and Calderon Club uh, on Saturday night. 830, uh, 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, right next to the Hyatt. Stop in and tell them we said hi. The best Italian food you're going to put in your mouth. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. A lot more to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Broadcasting live, we're here at Steny Second and National Walker's Point and uh, getting ready for Brewers opening day. The shuttles are running and heading down to American Family Field to see the Brewers and the Mets coming up later on. But if you're going to just go out and watch the game, this is a place to do it. Uh, tons of uh, space and uh, there's seating available and such. So if you want to come on down to Steny's and enjoy yourself, go ahead. I-, I got a neat email here. This was from Ryan in Milwaukee. He said you guys were talking about the pandemic back in 2020. He was driving an Uber during the pandemic back in 2020. He said... I had to pick up Grandall of the Chicago White Sox and get him to the ballpark. I don't know why he was late, but my Uber 
Had to go to the Fister Hotel and pick up Grand Dahl, the DH, and get him over to uh, get him over to Mil- Ben Miller Park. Uh, cool story, but I wonder why he didn't make the team bus, especially with a pandemic. Remember, they weren't doing anything, anything. And that, that was God. That was uh, and that was a while. But uh, but yeah, he said uh, the uh, one of the neatest experiences was uh, when they took on the White Sox and Grand Dahl. He had to pick Grand Dahl as an Uber driver. Uh, this was from Kyle and Sheboygan said, my best opening day was watching Big Daddy Dan D'Amico open up Miller Park. That was special. That was a lot of fun um, because obviously you had the president there, so you had really high security at that point in time. There was a buzz because Miller Park. Big Daddy Dan D'Amico was supposed to be this power pitcher that was going to just be the anchor and sustainability of the Brewers rotation for a long period of time. Uh, it just unfortunate. It never really worked out that way. But he was going to be a guy that was going to be just uh, a dominating pitcher uh, in uh, in the majors. Just never, never got that. Never, never got to that level, uh, unfortunately. But uh, I'll never forget that we did the uh, the show at uh, Friday's Front Row Sports Grill after the game. It was packed. Uh, a ton of excitement. I got a chance to uh, be a part of the group that went uh, and met the president that day. Which, if you ever have done that, is just a it doesn't matter what the president is. It's just that you're meeting the president. You get to go through the experience of the security and such that you have to, uh, you know, kind of be scrutinized with before you're even allowed in the same room. But it was just a, a really cool experience uh, at Miller Park. And I, I remember all the pageantry that was going on there at that point in time. And, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, the the discussion about the bogeys on top of the roof and, the roof was opened and closed. And remember, they used to do it as this celebratory thing at the end of the game. They would open it or close the roof so everybody got a chance to see it. And then, obviously, they were wearing it out, so they stopped doing that a while ago. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember all of that. That was uh, that was quite the day. We were outside uh, broadcasting, inside broadcasting, running back and forth. It was it was, it was was really, really pretty cool. It, it was – I agree with you. That was a neat opener, no doubt about it. Uh, the home opener is ready. Uh, today, your order goes like this. Batting first in left field, Christian Yelich. Winker is your DH, batting second. Adamas, your shortstop, batting third. Rowdy Telez over at first base, hitting cleanup. Contreras behind the plate, hitting fifth. Mitchell in center field, hitting sixth. You got Anderson hitting seventh, playing third. Terang hitting eighth over at second. And Weimer, the right fielder, batting ninth. And Freddie Peralta is on the hill today. 110 first pitch. Uh, from AmFam Field as the Brewers take on the Mets. Yelich, Winker, Adamas, Telez, Contreras, Mitchell, Anderson, Terang, and Weimer. There you go. That's the way the lineup sets for the Milwaukee Brewers. So, Ben, you, uh, it, what does it mean for you being an out? Because I came from Cincinnati years ago, and, uh, and I remember the opening days there, and my mom taking me out of school and taking me down to see the Finley Market Parade. And then I got here, and it's a whole different experience. I mean, I have been lucky enough to be with the first major league ta- team in baseball and to see the pageantry that they put on and then to come here where it's like a, a statewide holiday uh, where the bars just empty out into the parking lots, and I've had a chance to be a part of that. What's it like for you being a guy coming from Philadelphia and having a Phillies, uh, a Phillies heart to coming here on opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers? I mean, living here in Madison, it's tough because I don't directly see it firsthand. I, I get down to Brewers games when I can, but I'm not there in the city, so I don't see the atmosphere around it. I've also been What is here. it like? Is it, is, it, is it exciting in Madison? 
for um, opening day, or is it is it just another day? I mean, it's quiet. It feels like another day, but it's normally pretty quiet. Um, especially, you know, you go from home to work and then back home. I don't see that much of, of the city when it's during the week. But I will say, I mean, I've been here for six years now total. So I've kind of lost the feeling of opening day, which kind of sucks because at home I'm from the city. And when Philly season starts, you could definitely feel it or, or back when I lived at home. Um, and then, yeah, being here, I'm just I'm separated enough from Milwaukee. So I don't get that feeling, which I do miss. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my friends, I, I see still like, you know, you go to Facebook or Instagram and such. And you see uh, when I saw my friends uh, last Thursday with opening day and everything that was going on down there, you, you, you miss it because that was your, your youthful experience. But today driving in um, and coming from the Brookfield, Waukesha area and you're driving in, you're coming past American Family Field, you already see the cars beginning to line up to get into the parking lot early today. You saw kind of people milling around. All the barricades are up. All the, the directional things for the roads and all the travel into American Family Fields parking lots are up. And you start to get excited. You start to get that juice. And you know the city's a buzz. It's almost something that's palpable that you can feel that people are excited for, especially, I mean, coming back after winning the last two games on the road against Chicago uh, and after that, you know, really craptastic kind of a start on, open, on the opener on Thursday to come back and win the next two games. Then, then it's that ball of optimism that starts to roll with the energy coming into today, hoping you can get a win over New York on your opener, win three in a row, that type of stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of electric in the area. I, I will say that. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting down here right now. And it's been the crowd here, uh, just to give you a, 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 a kind of a quick story, I got here about 7.30 this morning. The bar did not open till 10. Uh, at 10 o'clock, really about 9.30, there was already a line of people out the door. Uh, waiting to get in, probably 30, 40 people waiting to get into this place uh, that had come for partially for the broadcast, but mainly for opening day. And because of all the, the, the buzz and energy that's here, it's kind of like, you know, when uh, when you do the first red zone broadcast, uh, you know, in anticipation of a Badger football game. Same thing. Right. Where people are starting to mill around, people are getting ready for it. Kind of same type of atmosphere down here today. So for those that are living in Madison and you want to know what it's like, that's, that's kind of the same energy, the kind of same feeling you get down here so let's do this we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break uh, i do got to make a mention because I, I we have pretty much remained aaron Rodgers free for the first uh, almost two hours of the program but uh, there was a, an article that came out that a lot of people got caught up in and uh, i started asking me about it i will talk about it because i do want to mention it we can talk about it coming up in the next hour like i said kevin holden cbs 58 is going to be here as well we'll talk with him some more baseball uh, coming up here in just a little bit. So we got a lot of that stuff going on today. Uh, saying hi to everybody over on the live stream, whether it's our buddy Dwayne or Jason, Ronald, everybody that's over there, Pac fan, everybody that's been hanging out all day with us. We certainly appreciate it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends who are also having a big day at the Social House, H-A-U-S, the Social House, West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, who uh, yesterday they had a big day with breakfast and they had some good music yesterday afternoon uh, I saw on their website. But, Really good stuff. Our friends at the Social House, Dan Dell and his staff, they do such a fantastic job. Thanks to them for being a part of the program as well. And a part of our opening day broadcast live down here at Steny, second to National Walker's Point. That's where we're at. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show on this Brewers opening day coming up right after. Ready? This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Good to have you back. We are live. We're at Jenny's second in national in Walker's Point uh, in Milwaukee and getting you set for Brewers baseball. Brewers today, the home opener. The shuttles are running. As a matter of fact, I'm watching one of the shuttles load up, so we got a good crowd down here. Uh, but uh, it's <laughs> if nobody was on the shuttle, this place would be like teeming with people where you couldn't even fit anybody else in the door because the shuttles just keep running. Three shuttles a day, and they run about every 15 minutes down to American Family Field. This portion of the program brought to you by Every Plumbing and Heating, serving La Crosse and Trempolo and Monroe County, uh, Vernon, Jackson, all out in that area. They were originally originally founded by a Korean War veteran, Clayton Avery, uh, Every, and they uh, they are a proud supporter of the uh, motorcycle ride for veterans that we do here in Milwaukee for Fisher House, Wisconsin, coming up on Sunday, December uh, December third. So uh, please put that in your calendar, and uh, hopefully uh, you you know can make it to that as well. If you're a rider, even if you're not a rider, come on down and take a look at it. It's gonna be a lot of fun as we do that again Sunday, September third. But uh, every plumbing and heating, they are putting on some extra emphasis right now on customers and employee satisfaction, and they are looking to hire a plumber or two with experience in new construction, residential, and uh, some light commercial as well. But if you're in West Salem, on Alaska, Shelby, Holman, all you got to do is get a hold of them, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. That's uh, Craig and the whole gang over there at Every Plumbing and Heating. Third generation now, as a matter of fact. Third generation over there. Good stuff with our friends from Every Plumbing and Heating. Uh, boy, you can take a look at the crowd if you're watching on the live stream and paying attention to it video-wise. Um, good crowd in here. That's the back room. This is the front room. And they just loaded up about 60 people that, out of here that just jumped on the shuttle bus that are heading over to American Family Field. So great crowd down here. Um, the um, the uh, kind of a, uh, stemming away from baseball here just for a short period of time, the note over the weekend came out and today that was being you know put out on Twitter was the Peter King report that this may not get done until day two of the NFL draft. Day two, that would mean a second-round draft choice for Aaron Rodgers, and then you end up seeing what the Packers and the Jets will ultimately do. Um, just an FYI, I mean, I know today's a day to celebrate baseball, but a lot of people, they, I'll, I'll be honest, that's the talk. People come in and say that they're fired up for Brewers baseball, and then they ask about when the Rodgers thing is going to get done. I, I've probably had, I don't know, 15 people that have asked me about it today that have walked up and said hello, and then they say, hey, when do you think the Rodgers thing is going to get done? I don't know. Um, I've said all along that I, I, I don't think there's a sense of urgency right now, so I don't know. I don't know. I do know one thing. I was out yesterday. Uh, we were out at a couple of different places. We ended up over at Paulie's Pub and Eatery in uh, West Allis watching a buddy of mine's band yesterday. And there was probably five people that came up. And not only did they ask about when the Rogers stuff would get done, but then they also asked or also made the comment that, one, they're sick of it, and, two, it, it seems like the sentiment has turned, at least from what I'm hearing. I mean, it could be different in what, what you're thinking. But, like, the sentiment has turned. There's a lot of people that are not fans of Aaron Rodgers anymore because of all of this. And, you know, for a guy that's considered – to be so sensitive when it comes to his legacy and how he's perceived, man, it's been, it's, I, I don't know if he's detached from that or, or what, but it's just been I, kind of a, for lack of a better term, it's just a bumpy ride. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I know the fans because I only know what people tell me. There's a lot of people that just aren't happy with this entire situation. And then there's others that say that, 
if Gutekinds doesn't get at least a first-round pick or two, they're going to be pissed at Gutekinds. So does he drop the nuclear bomb and say, hey, if you're not going to give us what we want, then we're just not going to trade him? I don't think he does that either. you got to get some. A bird in the hand is something. But I don't think he does that either. So I, I don't think there's going to be many people happy with this, no matter what the outcome actually, actually is. Uh, Rick says, fans forgave Favre, but Rodgers is not as beloved. That, that may be right. That may be more right than I think a lot of people may realize. I mean, I like I said, I've always felt that Rodgers gives you a terrific chance to win. But the way things have kind of transpired and the way things have gone, I mean, it's people are just aggravated, for lack of a better term. Ben, now when you go out and you talk with your friends and stuff, is that not a question that's fired at you often? Like, when is this thing going to get done? It is, I think. Well, a lot of my friends are not from this area and are not Packer fans. So they ask more just because of the interest, because it's been that story right. really since it's it began. It has been the story, right. You're right. But it is the talk. I mean, the sense I get still is that there's excitement for what's next, and they just want it all to be over, that this is another yeah. offseason of worrying about what's next as opposed to getting excited about the new players or about what the team could look like. Do they look at Rodgers like a lot of people now look at Rodgers like this? And I'm going to use this terminology, and I don't mean it to be a slight, but it's going to sound that way. But do they look at him as like this prima donna, this ego-driven, this sensitive guy, this this smarter-than-the-average bear, maybe a little bit hypocritical? Uh, He's got a lot of talent. Everybody qualifies it by saying that, but all of the other stuff comes with that. Do they look at him in that that light as well? I'll tell you what. I think it's divided right down the middle. Probably half of my friends are those that are fans of the Packers that I know. I Really, since the whole McAvee thing started during COVID, have grown more of an admiration for him and and how he's spoken on things and and just like the persona he brings. And then the other half are on the exact opposite side. So I hear a lot of both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It, it's. I agree. It's it's been a lot of. Uh, it, it's it's been a lot of uh, consternation. Uh, I know a lot of people that that love him as a quarterback and can't stand him as a person because of the McAfee stuff and the immunization over vaccination and the the the, the kind of the condescension with which he, which he speaks at times. And then I know others that say he can't he can't do any wrong he just he walks on water and i get it from both sides i get it from both sides anyway when we come back we'll get back into some baseball chatter we'll get it back into that discussion um and uh you know again people are now coming on david says i don't really care what they get for him not for me to worry about just ready to move on it's time uh rick says i like rogers but i'm tired of the drama uh cassidy right here says uh rogers needs to go tired of his blank um Matthew says the Chiefs got Joe Montana, another player, for a third-round pick from the 49ers for their first-round pick in 93. Maybe they do that. I don't know. I can't imagine, boy, getting a third-rounder. Can't imagine that at all. All right, we got two hours down, two hours yet to go. It is opening day for the Milwaukee Brewers at uh, American Family Field. It's coming up a little bit later on. We are here. We are talking a lot of baseball today. We had the one segment, one little brief moment with a little bit of Rogers insertion. We can always take comments on it, but... Today's a day to celebrate the uh, the homecoming of baseball, which means warmer weather is right around the corner. The shuttles are running. The food is flowing. 
Come on down to Stenny, second and National Walkers Point, and enjoy it. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.